a, a promise given, and we're going to go into all of them, a promise given, a promise proven, a promise celebrated, and a promise eagerly awaited. And we're going to look this morning at just this story of Jesus, how it's been promised for thousands of years, but how this promise is both something that we've seen coming, but also something that right now we are able to live in and hope with all those who have gone before us for the promise to be fulfilled at the end of time. Amen. So let's get into it. So like I said, Christmas is one of those days where regardless of what country you woke up in or was born into, everybody's thinking today about Jesus. And some is wondering, is this real? Some is wondering, uh, what is this all about? What is all the fuss about? Some people, unfortunately both Christians and unbelievers, are trying hard to prove that Christmas shouldn't be celebrated. It's nonsense. It's pagan. It's People go at great lengths to prove, disprove this day. But for us, here this morning, we get to hold on to this promise. That regardless of, was Jesus born? Yes, he was. Was the day completely clear? Man, maybe, we don't know, like, what exact day it was. It could have been the 24th, 12, 1159, 59 seconds, and it would have been, we don't know. We don't know when it was, but exactly when it was. But that's not the thing that matters. The thing that matters, and this is the first part I want to speak about this morning, it's, it's the promise that has been given. And that we're going to quickly look at. In Isaiah 7 verse 14, it says this, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. 700 years ago, this promise was given. In that Matthew scripture, that promise is fulfilled. Micah 5 verse 2 says this, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days, 800 years ago. A promise about Jesus coming. A promise about this very day that we're celebrating, that we're thinking about, about this baby boy that was born to become a savior, to become the one who's going to bring God's people back to him. We see it spoken so many years ago. And then if you go even further and you go look in Genesis, even there you see Jesus being prophesied, God saying this one is going to come. And so this is thousands of years ago. And so today we can sit here and we can look at these promises and we can hear these prophecies. And it's not like we hear it and we see it and we go like, hey, it's not happened yet. No, today we can see that it's been given so many years ago. And later on, a couple of hundred years ago, we have the story. I don't have a Bible, but it's on here. But we have a Bible with us. It's filled with scripture, and it's proven of this baby that was born, how that word was spoken, how he was brought through, how he was born of a virgin. Like, not, it was a, it's not a fairy tale, it's not Marvel universe. No, it is the truth. 
He was, she was conceived through the Holy, with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. I mean, here we go. Sorry, my Afrikaans coming in the way there. Um, we can hold on to that. And so today, where we sit here today, this promise that was given, it gives us hope in our hearts. And so you might ask this morning, but Rian, hope of what? Hope that our God is true. Hope that our God is just. Hope that when He says this is what will happen, we can hold on, no matter what things look like, it will happen. Amen? In Genesis 3 verse 15, I mean, this is right at the beginning. Adam and Eve just did the unthinkable thing. They're still going to get a hiding from a lot of people one day in heaven when we get back for what they've done there. But it just happened. And God came to them, and then he started speaking to them. And he also spoke to the enemy, to the serpent. And he said this, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Speaking of Jesus that is to come in the very beginning, because that moment when it happened, what God had intended for us is to be with him. What God had intended for us is to know him. What God had intended for us, for me and for you and for Adam and for Eve and for everyone that has been and everyone that will still be, is that we would know him, that we would love him, that we would walk with him, and that we would be his children and that he would be our God. And in that moment when it happened, God came straight away. The first things that's coming out of God's mouth is, I will make this right and I will bring away. And today we celebrate Christmas because God has made the way. And so where we sit here this morning, that promise that has been given is not just a promise that has been given. It's now a promise that is proven. Amen? Quickly listen to this. Luke 2 verse 8 says this, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. The promise proven. The promise proven. Can you imagine for those Wise men and shepherds, 
like for hundreds of years, thousands of years. They have told the story and told the story and told the story of this one that's coming. And on that night, that story was not just being told that it's going to come. That story was being said that it is now come and it is here. And today, me and you, we get to look at it from far in the distance into the back. I want you to get to see the beauty of all of this unravel. And as it unravels, in, as we read our Bibles and as we see this happening, the purpose of that is this. That God wants me and He wants you to know that you can trust Him. He wants you to know that you can trust Him. That His promise is still true. That His promise is still for me and for you to be with Him. That He is the one who is, the one who was, and the one who will always be. See, since that day that Jesus was born, I think the earth just went into a new kind of rut. And it suffered violence from that day on forward. Because the enemy in that, if you think of from his perspective, so as much as we had the, the wise men and the people of God that has been telling the story, the enemy was there on that day when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. And when God made the judgment to Adam and Eve out of um, Eden, but also to him as the enemy, when God made the judgment of saying, this will happen, you will find your end soon. He was there, God spoken to him. And the day that Jesus was born was the day that the enemy, that those words like resonated into his heart. And he was like, whoa, this is true. He felt the birth of Jesus more than anyone else on that day. And since that day, he has done absolutely everything to try and make it fantasy or lore or whatever else. Just someone that ate pizza. Bad pizza. He knew on that day that the promise is actually proven. More than me, more than you. He knew the promise is proven. And God will do what God said out to do. And so for me and for you here this morning, regardless of what it is that you're facing, I want to say to you, the promise is still proven to you and to me. And the promise is still true to you and to me. That God is the one. Jesus is the one who saves, who makes new, who redeems, who brings us back to him. Who takes away the sin and the hold of the world of our lives. He is the one and his word is true. Amen? And so because of that, today, we can come into not just a promise given, not just realizing that it's a promise proven, but actually this morning, know and stand firm and make sure that we make it a promise celebrated. 
Because today we've got faith in our hearts. We've seen the story that's being pulled out. We've seen the story play out. And we see how God's word has been proven and proven as true. And so we get to stand here today with faith in our hearts. Knowing that we can celebrate the promise of God. That regardless of what is happening around us. What's happening in the world. How things seem to look like it's ending. We get to stand here today and go, our God is God. He's the one and only. And his words won't return void back to him. Matthew 24, Jesus is speaking about his second coming. And the disciples in that moment did not yet know of what's actually coming their way. Jesus has not yet been crucified. This is not at all being, being kind of like played out yet. And so Jesus speaks to them about the kingdom. And he speaks to them about what's going to happen. And in that, he says this in Matthew 24 verse 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And I can imagine as the disciples and the believers in that moment hearing that, because they have now seen this promise proven. They've seen this, they've held this promise that was given, and they've seen it proven. They've had Jesus as the Messiah come. And now Jesus as the Messiah says to them, yeah, this is what my rule and my reign is going to look like. This is going to be the judgment on those who don't believe. It's like they get to see the kingdom. And I can imagine in their hearts, it's like someone going into battle, and they're probably frothing at the mouth and going, Jesus, come on, come on, come on, rule, rule, Jesus. Can you, are you, do you understand what I'm saying? You guys look very very flat. I get very excited. My wife is telling me to settle down. No, they were excited about Jesus that is coming. And that he's not just coming anymore, but he's right there with them now. And so he speaks of his kingdom, and I'm sure that would have built up something in them where they just like, man, we're so glad we're on his side. And then a little bit later on, Jesus gets crucified. And they go, but, but you just, you just said. So how many times does God actually promise to us? And in the way that we thought it would look, just doesn't actually pan out the way God actually intended the way that we thought it would look doesn't look the way God had wanted it to look. And Jesus is crucified. It looked like the promise is now gone. I want to ask you here this morning. How much of the promise of God is gone in your heart? Being disappointed by the things of life. Finances, sickness, pain, hurt, family, relationships. These things that God has promised us and we've held on to them. And we've celebrated them in the moment that they came. But them not truly yet fully being completed or fulfilled sometimes seemed like we have lost the promises of God. But this is where I want to encourage us this morning. That like Jesus said on that day, knowing full well what was coming ahead, 
He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. This morning we get to celebrate his promise because he is true. And I want to encourage you there this morning with this. We have seen God promise to Adam and Eve. We have seen God promise and saying Jesus being born of a virgin. We've seen that. We've read it. We've, we've seen Jesus conquer death and rise up out of the grave. Which on that day, can you imagine when they realized this promise is not dead no, this promise has just gone into God mode. Amen? If you know what I'm talking about. And we've tasted the promise of the Holy Spirit that was sent. When Jesus ascended into the heavens, he told us, I'm sending one that is like me. And we saw the disciples, and for many of us sitting here this morning, there is a recognition and there's a, a, a testifying, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, testifying of the Holy Spirit that is working inside of us here this morning. Where the words that Jesus spoke 2,000 or 1,000 years ago, 2,000, but more than 2,000, less. Those words have been proven even to us as true. Because the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. This morning, I want to say to you, we've got all the reason to celebrate the promise of God. Because He is faithful. Psalm 89 says this. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, the steadfast love will be built up forever in the heavens you establish, you will establish your faithfulness. O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. He is faithful. And so this morning, as we sit here, that promise that has been given, the promise that has been proven, and the promise that we get to celebrate, all builds together to this place of where it creates an even greater hope in us for the promise that we meant to eagerly await for. Jesus is coming back soon. Revelations 1 verse 5 says this, To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us a kingdom, Priest to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord. Who is and who was and who is to come. The Almighty. The promise of God from Genesis, the beginning, is still in play. It's still in play here for me and for you today. Because He wants you and me with us, with Him. 
And he wants us to know that we are his children and that he is our God. It has been proven over and over so that we can see it, so we can believe it, work with it here on earth, but most importantly, that we eagerly await his coming. Amen.